Well, I'm Philly Collins. And I'm Marino Tanaglia. And we are the Philly and Marino Experience, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially we have a lot of picks and previews to get through. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on Northeast How independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of 2019 with some 2020 picks sprinkled in. I am your host. I am Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, is I, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, preview, review of 2019-2020, and on this particular episode, we have Stacy. Hey, man. How's it going? How's it going for you? Not bad. New year, uh, same shit, but you know. And we also have Charlie Butters. Hello. How are you doing? I am fantastic. You super fantastic? I am super fantastic. <laughs> no, I am super fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and well, also super chantastic. We have Ed. Hey, yeah, I was on, I'm on that show. That's, <laughs> uh, Summers, I like your optimism of reviewing or previewing things in 2020. Like we're not going to all die. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. You're absolutely correct. It does depend. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. Before we get into everything, uh, what we have, it's kind of what we've done in the past, I think at least two years, is we have a list of categories and we're all going to talk about our picks and whatnot. We have event of the year, special guest of the year, match of the year, debut of the year, moment of the year, and group or team of the year. That'd be all for 2019. And then for 2020, we have our gauntlet for the gold prediction, the Chandler Biggs World Tag Team Tournament prediction, JLIT 2020 prediction, and who will be signed to a contract by the end of 2020. And actually, before we get into all that, something I, I was thinking about earlier, all four of us one way or another, have a podcast. And I wanted to know what was your best moment for your podcast in 2019. I want to start with Ed. <laughs> um, in 2019, the best moment for us, uh, got to, uh, like, what do you mean? Like on the show or any, any, anything, show? anything with the show? Oh, Jonah coming aboard and editing yeah. the show and making it sound a million times better. And then kind of controlling the chaos that happens. Like <laughs> that's been a big help. The thing that I've said before, like when it was you and Pat, I thought it was great. And then when you were going to add Joan, I'm like, oh, man, third wheel. This might this might be a little too much, but he's he's perfectly balanced the show out even more. 
And uh, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more times. I think Jonah has been one of the best additions to the local scene because with that and good company and everything, I think all around great dude. Uh, absolutely love him and um, so happy he's now come around more because I know he was around before 2019, but like this year in particular, he just made his presence known and it's been awesome. Dude, apparently I used to sit with him like in the bleachers of Mount Carmel and I don't have any <laughs> memory of that, which I guess like makes sense. But uh, how about you, Stacy? Oh man, um, I, Super Chantastic is kind of a big change uh, this year. I don't know. My shows went through a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, I I would say probably the decision to do Super Chantastic though, uh, is probably the biggest change. Like the the thing that I think made uh things better on my show this year. How about you, Charlie Butters? You and not ready for primetime wrestling. Uh, I think my favorite moment was going to um. My first Akron show and Jared being dressed as Fonzie and then having a whistle <laughs> off. I think that was the best thing ever. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. I can't believe that was your first Akron show and that was this half of the year. Yeah. Half, yeah. Um, I think for Wrestling Cheers, uh, it could be in between starting to sponsor Southern Underground Pro um, early in the year. I think like right after New Year's, I bought an H6 and that's been... Something that I've been loved, been messing around with and trying to get better with. But I'm I'm really proud that in 2019, I put out 61 episodes. My goal was to catch up with how many episodes this show should have if we would have started with week one and putting out episodes every week. I think there was a five to six month time frame where we were doing maybe one show a month because we're going back to the old style of doing previews and reviews and that was it. And then after stringing a couple interviews together, it was like, oh, so I guess I have a weekly podcast now. So now I think I'm technically ahead of schedule what it would be from week one. So I'm really, really proud of that. And then, uh, I, I love every, everybody coming on and getting like the show to sound better and better every week. I'm getting new new names, new combos, and it's always, always been a fucking blast. How many uh, new people did you have last year besides me? Or was I the only new person? I too, I think you and Andrew, who's around for a couple episodes, and then kind of stopped coming to AW. He was supposed to be on last week's show, uh, but unfortunately, he just didn't show up. And I want to like text him about it. He never texted me back. So we—that's why I went with Ray on the show instead. But I want to say it's the two because it's been fairly like the same cast of people. There's kind of there's people who've kind of been rotated off for one reason or another and probably won't come back, but it is what it is, and I think we we still manage to keep going week after week. Right on. All right, let's get into AIW for 2019, and obviously we cover a lot of Northeast Ohio stuff, but AIW I've always said is the bread and butter, so that's what all all this is pretty much going to be about. So AIW event of the year, I'm gonna go first, and yeah. I picked Hell on Earth 15. Could it be because ICP was there? Maybe. But every year, this is one of my favorite shows. And ICP wasn't at Hell on Earth. Not Hell on Mm-mm. Earth. I, have IC- I might have ICP under that. Why did I say that? Anyway, it wasn't because of that. It was because of Hell on Earth with the cash-in, number one. And number two, that crowd just felt huge. And what I was originally saying... To me, it's like the one of the best events of the year outside of Absolution, outside of Russell Rager. 
the whole tournament thing for Jaylit. I don't know. Just how on earth was my show last year, and it was this year too. And like in ring, there was a lot, a lot of great shit. So how on earth top pick for me? How about you, Stacy? Oh man, you know I had a couple that I was between on this, and because I think it will probably get covered by somebody else, I'm gonna go with the third choice but these were all like super even for me i'm gonna go with bad boy for life okay yeah uh, at the winchester there's a couple of reasons one that alex shelley joey janela match was really good two i love the idea that the whole thing was like you didn't know what you were gonna get mm-hmm. like the whole card was a surprise i like the winchester as a venue now that they've got like the mix of seats and standing i think that's now down to a point where it makes the Winchester fun for everybody who goes. Yeah. Uh, and that match between Eric Ryan and Matt Justice was fucking insane. And so those those things together, I picked Bad Boy for Life. Very, very good choice. How about you, Ed? Um, I know that it's like not a fun pick, but I, I went with Absolution. Not a, I would say not a fun pick, but still... I mean, it had Big Twan, like, you know, coming into his own, right? Mm, yep. Uh, Dan Housen did the teeth for the first time. Uh, Jock Samson and Mance Warner in a bunkhouse brawl. Uh, John Thorne wrestled. <laughs> uh, Wheeler Yuta came out, like, maybe two hours after I was just talking about, where's Wheeler Yuta been? So that was fun. Uh, and then, at the end of the night, uh, Eddie Kingston and Tom Waller just beat the shit out of each other, right? Yeah. And that was great. Yeah. And then you had Wes and Josh kind of set up what we would have the next couple months. Oh, yeah. AIW too. So, yeah. And also another Matt Justice, Josh Bishop match, which I don't say that as a slight, but I mean, that that was a great fucking I'm looking at the card now. Just everything was great on it. PM Eden 2 Infinity Beyond. Oh, God, yes. Zach Thomas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It was a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, The show's awesome. It's definitely, I don't don't, don't want to say that. It's not a cool pick, but it's like. It's always the best show of the year, so it's not like you're blowing our minds like, oh my god, I can't believe you picked that because it was so – I didn't think about it. We all kind of thought about it, but somebody has to say it, so I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah, fucking – I might have something I say about that show later on here in my pick, so yeah, that's great fucking show. How about you, Butters? Uh, So I'm going to go with Russell Rager 4. Okay, I was wondering who was going to say Rager. Because it was my first Rager, so okay, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Outside of standing for as long as I had to stand, that was kind of rough on the feet. But uh, overall, that show was amazing. Um, uh, I I got to see some light tubes in person for the first time being used, so like that was nice. Um, Oh, that was like your first death match ever. My first, well, my first with light tubes. I've seen like obviously other stuff, but nothing with tubes in person so that was my first tubes that was my uh tube cherry being popped was at that show so yeah good for you that's great <laughs> it was that was uh it was a really fun show and i like the outdoor atmosphere i liked everything about it it was a lot of fun and i got to meet nick gage for the first time after that show too so that was cool so uh worst show of the year goes to the one at st john's that uh stunk <laughs> <laughs> quite literally Man, was you know what's gump? crazy is I went back and looked at the card for what I believe was the Catfish show at St. John's. <laughs> catfish show, the Gauntlet, um, maybe? Oh, was Gauntlet the Catfish show? Never mind, then. Was it that or... Because I can't remember which one was first, that or Seven Year Itch. 
No, it was so it was it was gauntlet when it smelled like piss because it only smelled like piss once. We it didn't like smell like piss and then we went back. Like we went there once and then the next time it smelled like piss and then that was it. So yeah, no, it was gauntlet. Never mind. Uh, Moot yeah. point on my part. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's no matter what you would think of seven year itch and like gauntlet's always great, but now that's what I th- when I think of that venue. That's yeah. just what I think of, and I've seen see people tell other companies like they should go there. And I'm like, eh, let's not. I mean, I don't think they're. It's gonna be expensive, but let's not do that. But anyway, uh, special guest of the year. Uh, let's start with Charlie. Oh, uh, I guess since it's most recent, I mean, I I enjoyed ICP. I thought they were. Um, I liked what they did. I thought it all fit. Everything made sense. Um, I don't know. I thought they were. They were my my guest of the year. Would be ICP. Believe it or not, that is my pick for guest of the year. I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> uh, technically, I have two down, so you can, you can try to guess what the other one is. But yeah, ICP, uh, it, w- it was a great show. Uh, fuck, I, I've been saying it ever since it was announced, because when that was revealed to me, I could have been given 100 guesses of who the, the special guest was going to be. I don't think I would have picked ICP. N- no way in hell. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So easy, my pick for special guest of 2019. How about you, Stacey? Uh, surprisingly, mine is not ICP. Um, <laughs> Shocker, man. You seem to love it. Yeah, well, you know, um, just got edged out a little bit by Session Moth. Yeah. Because I 100% never thought I would see Session Moth wrestle in AIW. And that happened. And uh, yeah, that's my pick. Uh, uh Fucking honorable mention goes to Too Cold Scorpio, though, because that dude hung out a long time outside at the after party, Mm -hmm. and he's got real good stories. So, like, yeah, Too Cold Scorpio, awesome hangout, uh, session moth, because I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Yeah. How about you, Ed? No boogeyman. Not yet. Um, (laughs) uh, Jay lit's on my birthday this year, I'm just saying. Oh? (laughs) Um... My pick, I had Kevin Nash down, but I don't know why I didn't think of this. Like, I just picked Kevin Nash because he's so tall and cool. But uh, I guess Shinjiro Otani would be my pick, actually. Like, I love Japanese wrestling more than I love most things in life. And, uh, yeah, seeing Otani live was really cool. I never thought that would happen, ever. Yeah, that's a good pick. He didn't bring his samurai sword, though, and that sucks. (laughs) Probably hard to get that through customs. Can and they didn't carry have on. Who's flown a lot? Can you tweet me, guys? Let me know. Can you bring a samurai sword as a carry on? <laughs> Something tells me that would fly with TSA. I feel like Chris Chan would know the answer to that question. Dude, he'd be too, he he wouldn't have a samurai sword. No, you don't think so? No, man, he carries mace. <laughs> I did have, uh, like I said, a second one for this, and. It, for me, it goes hand in hand with ICP, and that's Marco Stunt. Uh, so shocked that he got booked in AIW. I thought that's my. I thought it would never happen. I thought Thorne would said fuck it, like we don't need him here. Which I mean, it's true. But he comes. Uh, it's even. It's only for just two nights. I thought it was awesome to finally see him wrestle live instead of on TV and everything. The only time that I've I've been around him. Uh, was down at Southern Underground Pro, and that's when he was injured. So if it wasn't for ICP, that would be but probably be my guess of the year. I like to change my answer since I didn't realize that it included like guests that actually wrestled. 
and I thought it was just like special appearance type things. I like to go Joey Ryan. That that was that was that was fun yeah. to have him in AIW. The way that I look at special guests out here, it's someone who's like not a roster member. Like if she hadn't wrestled many years prior in AIW, Veda could have been a guest of the year. But I look at her as she used to be a roster member for a long time. Right. And a guy like Too Cold Scorpio, he's been in AIW once, but it was just once. And it, it's a special thing. He's not someone who's on the roster. So that's kind of how I look at it. It's not just like, all right, this is going to be the big meet and greet like ICP and Kevin Nash and uh, right. Ted DiBiase. It's somebody who it doesn't normally at it, and it's a big deal that they're going to be there. And Marco might not have been as big, but for me, it was, it was huge. Yeah, yeah, like I, I totally, totally was thinking like the uh, the meet and greet aspect. I wasn't thinking like everything else. So yeah, I I'd have to change my pick. I like Joey Ryan, so that was a fun show. I really liked that venue. Hopefully, hopefully we go back. I liked it, but I think if we weren't sitting where we were, I would have hated that venue. Yeah, you guys were in front of the fan. I was just over on the other side. It wasn't even bad. Mad props. Once they opened the door, it was it wasn't bad. Mad props to Stacey, who sat down first and was like, "This is the best spot," and I was like, "You're right." Yeah, I'm fat. I'm <laughs> looking for the place where it's gonna be not hot. Uh, next category we have match of the year, and this time we will start with Ed. Match of the year uh, is I, I already said it on Pod Van Dam, so it kind of has to be right. Like <laughs> Dom and Dom and Josh from Mania Weekend. That's I think that's definitely one of the candidates for probably top match of the year. Not mine. And I think there's one other one that's up there too. But I, I can dig it. It was definitely it, – it was such a huge match for the, uh, AIW that weekend and a lot of, lot of people were talking about it. So Yeah, get- yeah. And Josh Bishop almost said, uh, set a human boy on fire. He was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. That, that should be his finish from now on, right? <laughs> just set a motherfucker on fire? Yeah. <laughs> just threaten to. I don't think yeah. he's ever going to have to do it. I don't know. We got some crazy motherfuckers in AIW. They might say, all right, bitch, do it. I mean, Dom already did say do it once. That is true. Yeah. Dom, I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess you would let him set you on fire. That's wild. I've been in the same room as that, man. Yeah. Oh. Think differently of him now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your match of the year, Charlie? I'm going to go out of left field for this one. I'm going to go with the four-way tag match from AIW 200, uh, which was Bitcoin Boys, 40 Acres, Bear Country, and To Infinity and Beyond. I I was trying to think back on a match that I got totally immersed in and just had a really great time with, and that match did it for me uh, on many levels. Yeah, I can I can dig that one. That that was my match of the night, I think, for that show, and both matches that Bear Country's been in, I think, has been great. But... Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. How about you, uh, Stacy? So I I would pick Josh and Dom. I mean, Josh and Dom is really my answer. But since Ed already picked it, there's another match to me that like so like Josh and Dom's match is great for a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, a lot of them are the brutality of it, right? Uh, the opposite for this other match, which is Alex Shelley versus Eric Stevens. Oh wow, okay. That was to be like the best quality wrestling match that I've seen in person in probably like five years. It was really fucking good. Yeah, I agree on that one. But for me, match of the year went to did go to an absolution match. And I didn't think about it at first. I tried to go through my head to think of like, all right, what matches happened throughout the year? Fucking PME versus two infinity and beyond. 
at Absolution. The story going into it, the story they told in the ring, which I don't normally use that phrase, but they were definitely telling a really good story that had had been going on between them, and I thought it was fucking awesome, and one of my definitely one of my matches of that particular night, and that yeah, hands down just amazing, and it was also finally. PME becoming tag team champion, something that they had been on the road f- for like nine months. So it was awesome to see that happen to them. You know, and what's crazy is that match was really good. I had a PME match as a, like a contender in mine. Okay. And it was that same match, but it was the earlier one from Keep Their Heads Ringing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they're a great team, uh, like a matchup. Because uh, also Hell on Earth last year, I think, you know, they had a match. They've always been great. Did anybody else have any other matches in mind, particularly for match of the year? Yeah, uh, KTB and Sekimoto just beat the shit out of each other. God, that was yes. fun. I, I always have the image of those two chopping each other, and then you just seeing the sweat just bounce off their body in the in the light. Just so fucking awesome. And then uh, Eric Stevens and Tom Lawler. That was a really good match. Yeah, man, he killed it every match. It's been wild. Also. Man. Matt Justice and G Raver in uh, at the Winchester was pretty fucking brutal. Kind of upset that I missed that show. All right, let's move on to debut of the year, and we divide this up into a student and someone who's not necessarily a student, but at least debuting in AIW for the first time. I'll go first. For me, uh, with non-student, it was Lee Moriarty. Just. The impact he's made, and I think where he'll go from here is just like sky's the limit. And I'm so happy that he, you know, debuted in Akron. He went to the tryout and everything because he does, he totally deserved it. Uh, let's start. Let's go with uh, just the non-student. Uh, next, we'll go with Stacy. Man, I would have picked Lee, but I was positive somebody else would pick Lee, and I'm glad somebody did because yes, Lee fucking deserves it. But for me. The non-student debut this year in AIW is Bill Alfonso. <laughs> okay, dude. I wasn't thinking about that, but that is a good <laughs> fucking pick. Good fucking pick. For, for every possible reason, Bill Alfonso. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. I'm so fucking happy the Fonzie's at AIW. It's just the best. And being it's so fucking weird, man. Yeah, it's so good. This is like EWR shit. I really like it. <laughs> and being with Matt, too. If you're going to be with anybody, be with Matt. And it's it's so fucking awesome. He's another dude that, you know, stays around at the after parties and, you know, talks. Fucking love uh, him. Odds the fucking best. <laughs> uh, how about you, Butters? I'm going to go with uh, Bear Country. I f- after you mentioned that match, that's kind of where I figured you were going. Yeah, I. I can't deny that one either. They were they were fucking great. Yeah, because my first pick obviously was going to be Lee as well. Because yeah, but Bear Country <laughs> is is definitely up there too. So, um, how about you, Ed? So like, I haven't been asking Thorne to book Boogeyman for a while, <laughs> right? True. And it's because he booked this dude. Because I was literally begging for it on Twitter, and I'm so glad it happened. Eric Stevens has been a blessing in AIW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the fucking best. Absolutely. I have one honorable mention that I'm wondering if it was on anybody else's list, and that's none other than Razor Sharp. I guess that was a debut, huh? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll give you credit, Stacy, because when I went back and listened to last year's episode, 
we were talking about uh, I f- I forget what just something about gauntlet and you're like i want razor sharp to be in the gauntlet and i was like oh my god yeah he was in the gauntlet he's technically a debut fuck yeah i gotta put razor because it's one of those things like if you're not an aiw not even aiw fan if you're not a cleveland area aiw fan that that shit didn't mean anything to you but it meant something to us and we all fucking loved it and then at uh hail to the king baby when the one dude came out with the actual song yeah, <laughs> the heat that he had because of it. And meanwhile, you had Razor Sharp just you know sit by, by the gimmick tables. Everything like what, what? Oh, oh shit, <laughs> man! But that's on Traxler or whoever for not being like, hey man, just so you know, like <laughs> maybe don't use that song. Um, no, that's the best. That's <laughs> I'm glad, man. <laughs> All right. There's that picture of <laughs> Razor Sharp coming out yes. at the gauntlet with everyone in the ring. Look, it's just that's the best. Oh, dude, it looks uh, like a Renaissance painting. <laughs> it really does. Oh, it's so good. Uh, all right, let's go with students. And for a very important reason, I'm going to go with Ed first. Oh, the they, the best debut student of the year is Mikey. Exactly, right? that's why I handed it over to you first. I'm like, let's get it out of the way, dude. He's got awesome gear that looks like a like 1990s uh, styrofoam cup. Sure does. Uh, he does awesome flips. Yep. Uh, he got he talked on our show about Power Rangers SPD. He did I, that. Yeah, like that's what more do you want? That's an amazing rookie year right there. <laughs> Yeah. And did you ever see him on Ring Crew? He hustled so much. Yes. Yeah, I figured that that might be a overwhelming support for Mikey. But who do you got, Stacey? Oh, I had Mikey. Oh, yep. <laughs> How about you? But I guess I guess I'll pick somebody else because we picked Mikey. If I had to pick somebody else, you know somebody who I saw actually really improve over the year? Like his debut might not have been the biggest, but like over the year I, I saw him make the biggest improvement is Chuck Stone. Yeah, agreed. His his debut was this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But oh, like okay. his debut wasn't like like Mike okay, did I, I crazy shit now. on yeah, his yeah, debut. Yeah. But Chuck has developed over the year from like that show at the brewery to now. Mm-hmm. Totally different. It, tons of improvement. Who do you got, Charlie? I'm gonna go with uh, Arthur McArthur. I don't know something about the gimmick. Just I like it. I like him. I dig it. And I'm gonna take both of those answers and say bulking season uh, did. Uh, technically debut and they're both students love them both i knew mikey was going to get picked so i had to go with my boys um chuck stone and arthur MacArthur. yo what if i didn't pin mikey though what if i like <laughs> well i i had but i would yeah mike yeah but i mean you were gonna pick mikey so well yeah well yeah like i think it would have been blasphemy if you um next up moment of the year i'll get mine out of the way because i th- one of the biggest moments is going to be said, but it's not going to be by me. And that's Big Twan Tucker versus Faye Jackson. It was the match we wanted. And when we got it, it delivered. And even to the final moment when Faye kisses Big Twan and he just falls backwards into the turnbuckle. Fucking love it. For me, moment of the year. What was your moment of the year, Stacey? Uh, so I had a few and it was really close. We just talked about Razor and the Gauntlet, and it was it was one that I was it was so close. But I'm gonna be, you know what? I'll take the bullet on this. The craziest thing that happened this year was Matt Justice and Josh Bishop went off the fucking balcony at the Odeon. Yep. It was 
it was insane. Like it was standing right under it, watching it happen was fucking insane. It's burned into my brain forever. It's fucking insane. I've never seen anything, anyone I know do anything that stupid <laughs> for people's entertainment ever. And it was amazing. The buzz that it gave to AIW was great. The buzz that it gave for those two was great. The The pieces of shit on the internet who ran their mouth, not so great, but still, I, I fucking loved it. That, I mean, that I think is... If everyone were to vote as an AIW fan, that's going to be like it. That's going to be the moment of the year, and rightfully so. Well, yeah, it's insane. I loved every minute of it. They're both just fine. People need to calm down. <laughs> uh, Butters, what was your match of the year? Or not match of the year, moment of the year. Um, I'm going to go with, this is going to be a weird one, but uh, Nate Webb in Gauntlet and <laughs> him and um, uh, Joey Janela singing the entire song going throughout the entire crowd that was uh probably one of my favorite things because i've never got to see nate webb live until this year and i've always wanted to do the him to do the whole entrance and stuff like that so i got to do that twice this year uh but that one was really special because it was the first time and joey janela like was punching random fans and it was just a blast i loved it that was that was so much fun you hit pat yeah yeah, yeah that's i do we punched somebody it was probably yeah it makes sense it was pat Ed, what was your moment of the year? Man, my moment of the year is, uh, like, uh, picture it. Like, you see the Duke coming out, right? Dastardly human. Nobody likes the Duke. Followed by, though, Mikey and Eric. And the Bitcoin boys turn heel. Yeah. Blew my mind. Yeah. The reaction from, like, you, Pat, Thrift Store Jobber, especially Thrift Store Jobber, was fucking great. to see. It's the last thing I saw coming. Because I think they were they out earlier that night or not? Yeah. Okay. So we had seen them, and then like now they're you know, like repackaged basically. And fucking, it was great. It's fucking great, and it's another one of the other reasons why Absolution is so much fun. Yeah, and an honorable mention to the moment ninety nine problems hit. <laughs> <laughs> God, yes, that's kind of a moment every year when it happens. If it happens, I should say. And it always takes me a second because I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, yes, that's right. Because we don't hear so often. But fucking great. Group? Wait a minute, did you have any more, Stacey? Oh, sure you know what? I had a whole category. Okay. Shoot. That that uh, wasn't part of this. But I, as I was looking through things to try to find, like, moment of the year, a match of the year, I was like, boy, I'm seeing a trend in AIW this year. And so I made the five greasiest moments in AIW. <laughs> for 2019 all right <laughs> oh shit i can dig it let's do it uh at number five i have the match between uh session moth and the weird world versus the production uh if you were there or if you've watched it you understand <laughs> then i have the paper cock cutter or the paper cut cock cutter match between dan and joey ryan because <laughs> that that happened uh i have the afternoon Tom danced above the AIW arena. <laughs> I have that Alley Cat and Faye versus the production match from Rager. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah. that. That was so greasy. That awakened something in me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's already been mentioned, but the number one was Faye versus Twan. 
for greasiest moment in AIW of the year. <laughs> now, that's in ring. Out of ring, an honorable mention goes to CPA and the dumpster <laughs> behind. Now that's class. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he performed Conalingus on that one. <laughs> it's wild. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, I mean, I know that the instance is true. But I'm a part of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Patreon group, and they're doing this like kind of contest for uh, like for fitness between now and April, <laughs> and. CPA is is in the group too, and he posted that whoever wins, he'll give them a private link to the dumpster incident uh-huh. <laughs> to the to the video. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if he's being serious or he's just joking. That's fucking hilarious. Well, there's only one way for you to find out. <laughs> you better win. Doesn't sound legal. <laughs> so you should stop him. Doesn't sound like a thing you can do. <laughs> there's other like other prizes, but he threw that out. I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Any other moments of the year that we're missing? Okay, we will move on. We have group or team of the year. This time we'll start with Stacy. Uh, there was only one team that came to mind for this, and that was PME. This was PME's year. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it was their year. Who else? Who else is even a contender? I, I, I will respond with it. Ditto. That was my. I, it, there's no doubt about it. Group tag team of the year. That's it's hands down PME. Where were you on this, Butters? I kind of figured everybody was going to go PME. Um, but my favorite uh, was the production. Uh, I, especially the trio with Dan Housen. They were, uh, they had all kinds of great stuff this year. So they were my favorite, but PME was definitely, uh, in my thoughts when that came up. So I, I want to say I had the production like two years in a row and I was like, I can't just keep picking them for this award. <laughs> so I got to, it's, it was hands down for me, PME. Where do you stand on this Ed? Oh, uh, I guess like this group or tag team of the year. It's probably got to be the Bitcoin boys, right? <laughs> they beat like every tag team within like three matches. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a crazy rise to dominance. You know what I mean? But then they lost to PME. So PME. Yeah, but PME lost like in two Infinity Beyond like four or five times. <laughs> they won the true. 100% true. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to see Bitcoin and, and PME run that back a few times. That was a good match. I really, really enjoyed that match. It was almost my match of the year. Mikey took that bouncing rope chair shot, man, perfectly. That was great. I believe that will include every pick for 2019. We did kind of talk about it beforehand of because we don't really do wrestler of the year. But I, if I were to throw my pick out for that, it's Matt Justice. There's, there's no... If ends or buts, it's just as solid as PME. Look at the year he's had, and he ended the year dual champion. Is, is there anybody else that comes in contender of that? I'll start with Ed so he can say Mikey. Uh, yeah, I think if you look at like what someone could accomplish in the amount of time that they were given, I don't think anyone's more impressive than Mikey Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> but. You were uh, you were really happy when Joshua Bishop won the absolute title. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> it was great. I was so mad when Matt Justice cashed in. I was about to say, can we talk about that like five minute probably mood swing of like, this is great. This is so fucking awesome, too. I'm so sad. Dude, I was so happy. Ugh. I captured that in the photos. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was like one of the best things to happen this year. Ugh. Who would be your wrestler of the year, Stacey? Or should I even ask? Oh, it's Matt Justice. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty safe pick. Hey, Stacy, remind me next show, and uh, I'll sing the lyrics about going on a picnic that I made up for Matt Justice's song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how to transition You from know that. that song has lyrics already, right? Yeah, but like I can't really understand them over the PA system ever, especially at Mount Carmel. So just made up my own lyrics that are about like <laughs> preparing food to go to a picnic. <laughs> Yeah, I need to. I need to hear those lyrics. Jesus Christ, Dad. <sighs> um, uh, Butters. Well, who is your wrestler of the year? Love that Matt Justice. Yeah, I mean, I love that Dan Housen, but just the year and like in AIW that Matt Justice had. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, and fucking love it. All right, let's move on to the 2019. I mean, not 2019. The 2020 picks for Gauntlet for the Gold Chandler Bings Memorial Tag Team Tournaments. And Jaylit to kind of refresh maybe everybody's memory of what we had last year. Uh, from the four people we had on, Dustin, Caden, Stacy, and myself, Gauntlet for the Gold, Dustin picked Dom, Stacy picked Kingston, Caden picked Justice, and I picked Gage. Who was right? Stacy. And then we were split on Jaylit from the four of us. Dustin and Caden picked Gage, and Stacy and myself picked Justice. Me and Stacy were right. Justice won. So basically, Stacy had a clean sweep. Well, got them both. Man, I'm really good at this. <laughs> All right. Well, pressure's on. Gauntlet for the gold 15 winner, and I'm going to start with Stacy. And I'm going to start with old Mancer, Mance Warner. He's winning the gauntlet for the gold this year. Okay. Changing my pick to Mance Warner. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Ed, who you got? Gauntlet for the gold, you know, 30 men. I think there's a dark horse out there nobody's going to be thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to use the fact that no one's going to have their eye on him. Sneak away to this. Mikey he- Montgomery is winning the call for the gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I, I get it. Uh, Butters. I'm going to go with uh, Dan Housen. Love that Dan Housen. Um, I'm, I'm going with Gage. I'm kind of hesitant on it, but I don't know. I was trying to figure out between that and Jay Lit. Uh, I think he needs another big win under his belt, and I think him winning uh, Gauntlet for the Gold would be great. Next up, the Chandler Babigan's more Memorial Tag Team Tournament pick. Let's start with Ed. You know, just statistically, <laughs> only like one team on the entire roster to be like every other team. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with the Bitcoin boys. <laughs> just makes logical sense. <laughs> Who you got, Stacey? So... I've never picked this team for anything before, but this year the winner of the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team Tournament will be to infinity and beyond. Ooh. How did I, how, I, I had a feeling he was going to pick them. I had that feeling. Oh, that's a good pick. That feeling's called being right, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that feeling ever, ever. Well, Charlie, oh, what's your pick? I'm going to go with uh, Bear Country. Hopefully they stick around and they get a, a seat in that tournament and uh, win it. I'll admit, 
I have down Bear Country, but I thought Stacy was going a different direction. No pun intended. I'm going with the production. That will be the Chandler Bingham World Tag Team Tournament winner. Even though Stacy's probably fucking right. <laughs> the man, there's just certain there's certain <sighs> things in life that are just true. It sucks, but they're true. Like Tom Brady's the best quarterback, and Bill Belichick's the best coach, and Two Infinity and Beyond are gonna win this tag team tournament. It's it's just true. It sucks, but it's true. Speaking of Tom Brady, hey Ed, how about that uh, tweet of yours that Ed aged poorly? <gasps> Bro, you don't even know the half of it. So like, I'm, I I know Wrestle Kingdom's coming, so I'm gonna take a little nap ski. But before I do, I have to go to my parents and help my dad out with something. And on the way out, my dad's like, "Patriots are losing tonight." And the last thing I said to them before I left is, "Don't be fucking stupid." The Patriots are not going to lose the fucking Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Ugh. So you said not only were the Patriots going to win, but Okada. Okada for sure was going to win the double titles. He's Okada. Well, that's not what happened for either of them. <laughs> Reading your quote tweet, you were like, oh, this ain't poorly. It was like 21 hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was a real quick turnaround on that. So, uh, Jaylet, 2020 predictions. Let's start with Butters. <laughs> Um, can I, can I pass? Can you come back to me? I don't, I gotta need to think about it some more. Okay. Uh, Stacy, the, the, the right answer, man, you, you just, um, if you just want to copy, man, just say so. <laughs> no, I'm not, I promise like I'm not going to try to copy. It's... I had like a week. Hey, wait, so, man, what'd you get for number I was, five? <laughs> I was, I was down to two people and I'm still like right now, as I say this, I haven't decided which one it is. But there are two people that it seems like it's real, like, pretty obvious it's one of the two. I mean, um, hold, on, hold on. I can give you more time. I can just pass it to Ed and he can say Mikey Montgomery. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> Ed, go ahead and say Mikey Montgomery. Well, I mean, if you look at the setup of the Jaylet, <laughs> you got singles matches, like a fatal four-way, triple threat. Like, it's perfectly set up for Mikey to win it. He, he's been in scrambles, tag matches, multi-man tag matches. So, yeah, I guess, you know, just looking at how the tournament's set up, it's perfect for Mikey Montgomery to pull out a win. All right, Stacy, you were saying. Right, so I had it down to two people. <laughs> Mikey Montgomery. <laughs> I'm going to pick Dominic Greeny. Okay. Damn, damn good pick. Um, Do you have yours, Butters, yet, or do you want me to say mine? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Mance Warner. That is who I also have. I th- For me, it goes back to last year's J-Lit. And he was he was on the cusp, but with what him, Gage, and Justice, and I mm-hmm. felt like I don't give a fuck who wins from these three. It's going to be fucking awesome. Justice won, amazing. I think if Mance doesn't win Gauntlet, it's got to be Jaylet. Yeah, man, I'm surprised nobody picked my the other one that I was debating on because it was not Mance. Up? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one. I was I had him in consideration for that and Gauntlet. Because I'm picturing, like, who will be champion at that point for uh, Gauntlet and everything. Like, all right, this person wins, going to go up against champion. Maybe Justice, maybe somebody else. But I don't I don't know. It's not that I don't want to see them again in Absolution, but maybe there's another way. And I think, yeah, Jayla could be huge. Ooh, shit. That would be like a revenge angle for Bishop. Bishop could be the one to cash in on Justice. Ooh. I'll be fair, and I'm still going to go with Mance Warner, but... Bishop is a would be a damn good pick. And then we finally have who do we think will be signed to a contract by the end of 2020? And I think for this, we kind of mean exclusive rights because technically there are contracts out there 
that people can get signed to, but they, they won't be exclusive. Um, popular picks last year were Matt Justice, who deserves it, who is probably going to be filthy, though, and somebody said PB Smooth. So I will – let's start with Ed. I don't know, man. <laughs> don't have a hunch that anybody's going to get signed? Maybe. No, like who? Maybe a, a nice young star of a, a younger generation. Some might call them millennials. Uh, I mean, Mikey just starting out. He's so young and anything, but I don't know, man. Like maybe if WWE wanted to revitalize 205 Live, <laughs> need a face for that division. I guess Mikey'd be perfect for that. So yeah, I guess I'm gonna go Mikey Montgomery. He he already has experience wrestling. Call him Delaney. See, perfect. How about you, Butters? Who do you think? Uh, I have I have three on this. Danhausen. Yep. One called Manders and Mance Warner. I think those are three that I, I think are going to definitely be exclusive by the end of the year. So I don't. This whole exclusive thing gets a little convoluted because you've got so like there are people currently signed to MLW that are like exclusive to MLW. They can't wrestle at Ring of Honor if they wanted to. You know what I mean? But is that a contract? Because Mance is already there with that. Tom's already there with that. Dom's already there with that. That's impact. Those dudes can wrestle indies. Like, so basically is this question like who's going to sign with one of those weird Ring of Honor contracts and then WWE and AEW? Or are we, I don't know. That's, that's how I took it. It'd be something where they couldn't wrestle indies and, and be on our shows anymore. When we started it two years ago, it was basically who was going to get signed to WWE because at that time, that was it. And then right around the time we did the show last year, AEW gets announced. So it's like, well, that whole thing gets thrown out the window. And we didn't even know all the details about AEW at that time. I don't think anybody still does. Some of those guys work indies. Some don't. Like, There's like weird blends of that shit now with like Ring of Honor has people who are ex- exclusive, people who aren't. Impact seems to not have anybody who's exclusive. Yeah, I think they've gone away from having like the real big exclusives anymore. They seem to be um, allowing, obviously, like, you know, guys like Ethan Page and all that, you know, they wrestle everywhere. And so does pretty much everybody else in that company. It's kind of what the question is, is like at the end of the year, who's not going to be here anymore? Well, I I would have to say I think Dan Housen will probably end up exclusively somewhere. And I think Josh Bishop will probably end up not exclusively somewhere. Okay. I would love to see. I just want to will into the world the idea of Josh Bishop wrestling on Impact. Oh, dude, that's that would be one of the greatest things I think I'd ever seen from in a monster's ball. How <laughs> many? How many young wrestlers want to wrestle at Impact? Like that's the dude. Put him there. Just do do it now. He's. I'm pretty he sure he'll be there. I'm pretty sure he wants to wrestle in either Impact or Prime Wrestling, and Prime Wrestling has been gone for about five years now, for six years. So that leaves you one. That would be great. I didn't even think about it like that. Maybe that's how we can word it next year of like, like who's who's going to be gone, but like who's going to be signed but still around type thing. I think that be uh, might be a better way. And like with Danhausen, I think. As much as Ring of Honor is kind of, and this is not reflective on Danhausen in any way, but like as much as Ring of Honor is kind of circling the bowl at the moment, 
the things that they're building back up with, a lot of them have like some sort of horror tinge to them. So it seems like he's actually a good fit for what they're trying to build into. They're just in like a weird, bad place right now. Yeah. I think if, if impacts lasted as long as it can, Ring of Honor can get should be able to get out of this shit. But this is also but impact. Impact currently is a much better show. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying like if it went through like the years that it did, like ROH can get through all this. And but this is also like a different environment, like the constant evolution of professional wrestling, especially in the past, like three, four years has been nuts. Uh, Was that everybody besides me? believe so. Uh, I had Danhausen and kind of thinking something might happen. Might not be WWE. Might not be AEW. I think Lee Moriarty has the potential of getting the right eyes on him and maybe going overseas. I think Eddie only is going to go to Zona 23. Ah, I hope. <laughs> I hope, man. Yeah. Zona 23 is the best. If you're not if you're not watching Zoda 23, you really you're doing yourself a disservice. Honestly, how is no one bringing in Zona 23 for Mania Weekend? But I mean, where are you going to set up a junkyard? man? I don't know. I think you figure something out, though, right? Dude, I think if you're GCW, you figure something out. Find a vacant lot and fill it with cars. Yeah. Man. All I'm saying is you can do like a mini Zona 23 at WrestleRager next year. It's totally doable. It is 100% doable to do a mini Zona 23. You can get a few junk cars. And the beautiful part is if you get the right junk cars and tow them in there, when you want to get rid of them, people will pay you for the cars as scrap. You just got to, you know, get the right bombed out cars and bring them in. I think that's that's everything. <laughs> that's uh 2019 and 2020. Uh, any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Because I don't, I don't think we missed anything start with ed yeah everybody watch zone 23 uh <laughs> the, it's just the best uh then new episodes of pod and dam every monday uh new super chantastics coming up this year we starting in 2008 so yeah hooray it's when chris's life starts to get terrible <laughs> man i got my Ugh. first dose of how terrible it gets on this last episode and holy fuck yeah it's about to get real weird and greasy on Super Chantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But like Zona 23, for real, guys. YouTube.com. Any other plugs? Um. Oh, yeah. We have a Patreon coming. That'll be up in January. So, I don't know. Watch out for that, I guess. But mostly Zona 23. <laughs> How about you, Butters? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. I can check out my podcast, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. And you can follow that on Twitter at Not Ready, the number four PTW. Stacy. Oh, you know, I do the super fantastic podcast with Ed that we were just talking about. Uh, and regular super fantastic is now mostly about horror movies. There's going to be another episode of that coming up this month later. Um, that's super fantastic on wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, at Stacy Silvers on Twitter, at Super Fancastic on Twitter. Uh, and Zona 23 really is so good, man. I don't know if you've watched a lot of it, but you should. It's in a junkyard, which is awesome. You should really watch it. You haven't seen as many people get hepatitis in wrestling since they've been in there with Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> the whole place is just hepatitis. 
Like it's just a MRSA pile, and then they slam people into it. It's fantastic. And of course, you can find myself at Heavy Set Three Three Zero. Much like you can find this show at Wrestling Chairs, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Chairs, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Chairs, Instagram.com slash Wrestling Chairs. Email if you so choose to desire Wrestling Chairs at gmail.com. We have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Please, once again, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingChairs.podbean.com. Check out our friends on the Trading Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside. Your Vision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The IndieCast, Center of the Universe, Sobros Network, Big Gold Belt Podcast, The Co-Host Wrestling Show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars, Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling, At Odds with Wrestling with Joe Spazzo, It's Evolution Baby, and check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Sickening Pitchers, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smoking Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially if you're Mikey Montgomery. Later. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And there's all these that you can You're a fake liar, that's it